Lead Well. Welcome to the Lead Well Podcast, where we're growing the whole leader, sharpening leadership skills while strengthening the heart in leadership. Let's lead well. And we're back with another episode of Victories Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Number three. Number three. Come on. So, of course, like we always do, we're going to start out with the ground rules and talk about what this is not, which is it's not for spiritual laws. It's not the Roman. You're not going to teach me how to just go through this track and get somebody saved? Not today. Not today. We're not going to talk about the Roman road to salvation either. Not the elevator speech approach to getting someone saved. And this is not about crusade altar calls. Okay. Now, Pharaoh, if you would, inform the people on what this is. You know, we're just wanting to tell you how to how how to love your coworker. Mm. How how to serve your how to serve your enemy. Mm. You know, that type of thing. Mm. How to strengthen today, we're gonna to talk a lot about how to make sure your voice stays effective, right? You can make your voice ineffective. And just be able to tell people what you've seen and heard. You know, our joke in a way is, hey, I can't tell you where again Adam's uh sons got their wives from. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you that God told me to, to marry the one I married. That's right. I can tell you <laughs> yeah. my story and yeah. what he did in my life. Right, right, Come on. right, right. So, you know, great line, our light is worthless until it goes into the darkness. It goes into we're gonna all, every week we're going to tell you, you got to go into the world, man. That's right. That's right. You can't, you can't, you can't do this with your garage door closed. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You got to be able to invite people in. You got to be able to go in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Can you find yourself standing next to a man having a drink? mm I'm not talking about it, you know, I don't want to get yourself a female in, in, in danger or something, but I'm just saying, can you not stand at a party and talk to somebody for a minute? Get out your comfort zone. Right, right, just a bit, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Jesus called out to him in Matthew 4:19. He said, come follow me, and I will teach you how to fish for people. That's good. So today we're going to be talking about the good news. You know, that's all really the word gospel means. Yeah. It's good news. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, one of the things about it is, is, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about how that can be truthfully negatively affected yeah but you know one of the things a scripture i really like it says i preached nothing except christ and him crucified you know a lot of times we get into these subjects with people before they need to be into those subjects you know there's things in the bible that tell me how i need to rule my life mm-hmm. that teach me how to how to how to control my flesh things of that nature but by the way none of that works without christ mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's right. That's was the law, right? Mm-hmm. How'd that work out? Mm. Is the law of sin and death, right? I mean, right. it doesn't even work. So, you know, let's let's be careful and make sure we're bringing exactly that, you know, right. good news. You know, I, I was in when I was in college, I met a girl in class. I'll never forget her name was Grace and she was not from Georgia. So it wasn't Grace and George from South Carolina. But, yeah. you know, and, and I, I talked to her about the Lord and she was just really intrigued. And, you know, I, I was uh, telling my pastor of the church I was attending hey, I think this girl's going to get saved. It's really cool. And I'm telling the story. And it was a church that, you know, had a, a lot of some kind of maybe real concerns because it was young people and things like that. And he goes, hey, man, I want to encourage you to get our camp, female campus evangelist to, to take over and, and let him talk to Grayson. Yeah. You know, man, I'm telling you, this girl is right there. She's about to get saved, right? And so it's funny. I, it's funny the things you remember. The I talked to the female campus evangelist and uh, she goes, well, I'd love to take her to lunch, but I don't have any money, so I ended up having to pay for lunch. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I gave her money to take Grace into lunch. Yeah. And sorry, but this is going to date me because I get a phone call in my apartment because we didn't have cell phones, oh, landlines, bro. Back yeah, day. back in the day, right? <laughs> so I get a phone call and I answer it, and it's Grace, and she's literally in tears. 
You didn't tell me I'd never be able to drink again. You didn't tell me I'd never be able to dance again. And she starts running down this list of like the don'ts you can't do. Yeah. Right? That's like, what are you talking about? And right. She goes, this girl, Paula, she told me, Paula was the uh, campus advance. She yeah. told me everything I'll never be able to do again if I receive Christ. And I was like, wow, man. You know, I listen, there's going to be things right. in someone's life when they receive Christ that he's going to require of them man right 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 but how about we let the lord tell them that that's right you know i i've I've led a a good number of people you know with maybe some alternate sexual lifestyles right you know things that uh i haven't been involved in and things and i'll never forget a guy going hey what about that what's going to happen with that and i'll never forget it's with a really freeing moment where i could go oh bro the greatest part about this is you're not making pharaoh your lord and savior that's right I don't mind telling you. I think I know what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. But he, you're making him Lord. That's right. You're telling him to let him. You know what? That guy walked out of that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. it happen, right? Wow. Over time mm-hmm. because his Lord Come on. helped him. That's right. And he walked him through it. It wasn't painful. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't everything that it would be. So, you know, man, I, I think in a major way, we've got to make sure that we keep it good news. Mm-hmm. You know, watching what you say, watching how, you know. It's the goodness of God mm-hmm. that leads men to repentance. Come on. It's the goodness of God. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm not going to tell them, hey, you get to do everything. You know, if they ask, I'll tell them. But the fact of the matter is I'm not going to sit here and go, okay, now after this, you'll never be able to do these 90 things. First of all, it's not my decision. That's right. And second of all, I've proved, I don't know about you, but man, I proved for many years I couldn't stop anything without Christ. Mm-hmm. No reason talking about what I got to stop until I get Christ in me. That's right. That's right. Because it's a different experience, right, man? Completely different. So let's always make sure we're bringing good news, you know, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. You know, I'm actually going to talk about, and it's funny because we were talking about Mars Hill on the last podcast, right? But, you know, I actually had something that kind of changed my life. A, a, a dear friend, Mike Turner, told me about it, but it was actually, from what I heard, a, a secular or a uh, actually a, a, maybe an unsaved mm-hmm. lecturer, a, a, a university professor. Mm-hmm. And I think it's called The Last Lecture, and he basically, from memory, was... He was dying of pancreatic cancer, and this was his last lecture to his students. And my takeaway from it was he talked about something, and he said, you know, you can be really wise, you can be really impactful, and you can be really strong. But he said, if you have no audience, you have no influence. Mm, so what, real. So if, if you lose your audience, how do you have any influence? Mm-hmm. And, man, that's where I really want to talk. This is a touchy subject day. Not every podcast, guys, is going to be, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches here. This is going to get a little bit tough, but, you know— I watch a lot of Christians, bro, mm-hmm. and they end up taking away a great percentage of people that will even listen to them with other things they want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Tyree, we're pretty tight. Yeah. Especially for, I mean, I'm in my 50s. You're what, 30? Yeah, 30. Yeah, 30 years old. <laughs> for two people that are in completely different generations, we're yeah. pretty tight, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Let me ask you a question. What's that? How many vaccine shots have I gotten? No clue. You don't know what I've done? Nope. I've never shared that, have I? Nope. You don't even know if I'm for or against. I don't even know. You know why? <laughs> why? Because I want you to hear about Jesus. Come on. I want you to hear about Jesus. I don't, you know, I, I'm sure I have, I do, I have an opinion, but why would I share that? Yeah, yeah. Christ and him crucified. And crucified. If I'm anti-vax, 50% of the world aren't even going to listen to me potentially. Right, right. If I'm pro-vax, mm, the other 50%, I'll listen to you. I want an audience because I want influence. 100%. I want to be able to change, you know, who'd I vote for last election? No clue. By the way, I didn't, but still, <laughs> I, I don't share those type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, are they important? I think they're very sure, important. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't want to change my influence for Christ. Yeah. 
you know, I, are there things that I think we've got to mention? Listen, man, you, if you find me one of the six people that finds me on social media, mm -hmm. sure, I'm going to talk about racial reconciliation. Right. It's just important to me. But I'm not going to talk about it in a way that I just shut out someone that right. maybe isn't there yet or something right. like that. Right, right, right. right. You know, mm -hmm. things of that nature. I'm not saying don't have an opinion. I'm saying don't let your opinion yeah. change your audience to mm -hmm. where you've got a smaller audience. Yeah. If you believe in hell, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. kind of crazy story, but I used to do this in a message. I used to teach this, you know, I can save your life right now. Mm. It's kind of a crazy thing, but you know, I don't know if you've ever gone swimming where there's a riptide. I haven't. You haven't? Well, I'm going to tell you, it's hard. Okay. If you can swim, the reason people die in a riptide is they fight it. Mm. Best thing they say to do is just float and let it take you where it takes. It, it releases at some point. It runs out of steam. Okay. And then swim back in. The reason pe most people die is they fight it. I guess that's important news, but that's nothing compared to the gospel. That's right. So if that could somehow offend you, I'm not telling you. Mm. I can't think how that would offend you. <laughs> you hear my point? You know, I guess my point is I think a lot of people think they're going to save my life pro or anti-vax. Right, right. I'd just rather get you saved. It's Christ and him crucified. Yeah. So just be careful. I, I, You know, I'm not saying don't have an opinion. Yeah. I'm not saying with your, your closest friends and things, but don't destroy your audience. Yeah, yeah. With your opinions to where you're only going to affect a much smaller number of people for Christ. That's right. I just think it's dangerous, man. Yeah. I really do. You know, you were talking to me about something. I, I You know, I want 100% of the world. Yeah. I want to have access to everyone. That's right. I don't want anything about my life mm -hmm. to get in the way of that. Mm -hmm. I want to bring good news. Mm -hmm. Good news. Good news. Good news. Mm -hmm. I want to have the largest audience. You know, you were talking to me about something about keeping your voice. I thought it was really important. Talk to me about that. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, for one, I want to reference the scripture, and I can't remember exactly where it's at, but he who wins souls is wise. Mm. So there's wisdom to gain. There's wisdom out there that we need to be soaking up, whether you're listening to this podcast or you're studying the life of Paul or just wherever you're gaining it from, we need to be actively trying to increase in wisdom and how we can be more effective in winning souls. One of the best ways to do that is to study other greats. Paul, Paul was a, a great soul winner, so to speak. And one thing about Paul is he said, I become things to all things to all people so that I may win them. Paul was very acquainted with the fact that, okay, I have to connect with people. I have to be able to relate to people. I have to understand the interest of people, so on and so forth. A lot of times in modern day, you'll see, you know, Christians who've either been seasoned in, you know, the old school way of church or, you know, these religious environments use a lot of language. That's just a complete turnoff to the common man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. <laughs> the Lord is good, brethren. Oh, you know, boy. blessed. <laughs> this is another day that the Lord has made and I am blessed and highly favored. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. get it. We get it. We really do. But when it comes to people who may have never went to church, people who may have went to church, but that's not their reality. They're not as immersed in that environment as much as you are. You think they're going to see you and make that connection between them and Jesus? Or do you think that you might be getting in the way? Your example, your um, your mannerisms, the way that you portray yourself, do you think that might that just might be a distraction from them being able to see themselves in a relationship and walk with the Father? We got to be real careful with, with how we talk. And I know this is real practical, but in how we talk and how we yeah. hold discussions and things like that and using these different, we got to be careful not to use these different religious mantras that have, you know, 
people pop culture is so familiar with because that's going to immediately allow a lot of the world to categorize us and to just put these labels on us that will ruin our opportunity before we even get started to share with them who Jesus is. So keep your voice, learn how to be relatable. You know, the same way that you talk about the game or you talk about music or whatever your interests are, learn how to keep that same tone, though, that, that same, same, language, same, same language, same verbiage in how you uh, talk about Jesus, because people just want to know that they, that, that God loves them enough to meet them right where they are. You know, I remember years ago, you know, I, I've always kind of tried to, I frankly like kind of catch some of the better skits on Saturday Night Live. And (laughs) for years and years, they've found ways to just crush the religious. Really, they're coming after Christians in a way. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it used to make me mad. And I remember having this moment where I went, this is making me mad Mm. because I relate to it. It's not as much that they're being mean as I've actually seen it. Mm. Right. Mm. And what are we telling people? Express what you've seen and heard. So don't become that. Mm. Let's talk about what Jesus has done. Wow. You know, I, I've, you know, I've had some times, you know, where, you know, maybe at a, at a, a party in the neighborhood, everybody else is, you know, three drinks in, right? Mm-hmm. Where I've literally had them. Just tell me, man, what does it take for me to be saved? I've had that question. Wow. I'm, and I'm not talking about drunk, three drinks. I don't, you know, I don't drink a ton, but I don't think that's a ton for them by any stretch. Right. It's called a Tuesday or something, but right? <laughs> you know, but anyway, and I mean, you know. By not having that religious weird voice, they're literally asking, what does it take for me to be saved? Yeah. What a fantastic opportunity. Come on. But, you know, you got to, I think you're right, man. I really appreciate what you're saying there. And it's just in the sense of, uh, you know, make sure you, you can have a voice that doesn't confuse them. God, God's not impressed with the hallelujahs or That's the, right. you know, the eight. Why would we end it with amen? That's right. That's right. You know, yeah, I don't say amen watching the football game, right? You know, you know what I'm saying? Amen, brother. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, man, great discussion. Uh, you guys want to make sure that you are staying tuned into these episodes because, man, if you hadn't heard the previous episodes, you want to go back and listen to those. You definitely want to tune in again for the next episode because we're going to be talking about um, even more being the light in the darkness and what that entails and how we can be a bright light in the darkness because your light is worthless until it goes into the darkness. And so that's all we have today. You guys be blessed. Signing out. Thank you.